This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Today's guest on Valley Views is Karen Foley, who is the land and water steward at Colorado Open Lands right here in Westcliff. Karen, welcome to the program. Thank you, Gary. It's great to be here. Now, as we record this, Colorado Open Lands has just had the local donor thank you Beer and Brats Open House uh, this year at the Riggs Ranch. looked like quite a few folks were out there. Yeah, we got a great crowd. It was really great to see everyone, and we had a lot of staff down there, and it seemed to be a good time. Everyone did seem to be enjoying themselves, and one of the highlights was having everybody have a chance to talk to Arlie Riggs. She was sitting there holding court, and it was, it was great. Let me ask a bit about you. You've been in your current job a bit over a year, as I recall. You have a bachelor's degree in environmental studies from the University of Vermont and a master's from Utah State, uh, biology with a soil ecology focus. How did you get interested in that area? Yeah, so I uh, worked for a land trust in Vermont during my undergraduate program at the University of Vermont, and I really loved it. So I always have been trying to get into that career field ever since. But it's a career field that a lot of people enjoy working in. So they There's are, a lot of competition, I'll bet. Yes, and there is not a lot of turnover in jobs either. So any job that I applied for, you know, I was getting beat out with people who had more experience or had higher education. So I ended up working for two different conservation service corps, one in Vermont and one in Utah. After my time in Utah, I really enjoyed that state, so I ended up staying there. And I worked for just various different jobs through the university in Logan, Utah. And following these various jobs, I ended up getting a position with one of the professors that I worked a lab job for, for a graduate program in soil science. And so that was um, kind of my avenue in to that graduate program. But I ended up really learning a ton about soil, which is really cool. And, and now it's a huge passion of mine. So being part of the stewardship crew for Colorado Open Lands has allowed me to take that knowledge that I used in that graduate program and apply it to the real world. So how did you find San Isabel Land Protection Trust or how did they find you? Yeah, so again, as I mentioned, I've always wanted to work for a land trust because I had such a good time during that internship in my undergraduate program. So after I graduated from my master's degree, I ended up applying for different land trust positions all across the country through mostly the Land Trust Alliance. They have you know, a network to help get these land trusts connected across the country. And the one for San Isabel just happened to stick. And I've always wanted to live in Colorado because I have relatives that live in Colorado. So it just was a natural fit. Very good. Now, a lot has happened in the year plus that you've been here. Former executive director Linda Poole has moved on to another position. Janet Smith has retired. And importantly, San Isabel Land Protection Trust has merged with Colorado Open Lands. Uh, How has that played out for you? Has your job changed very much? My job hasn't really changed. I started with San Isabel Land Protection Trust in May of 2021, and my main job when we, when I joined was that I was going to um, work with all of the different landowners that have conservation easements on their properties in the Wet Mountain Valley, and this year we 
continued that job. I'm the, still the person who visits with all the landowners. We still have the Westcliff office, and I'm the person that works there. But now we're also doing, you know, some other projects, including uh, this work with the Youth Corps that will be coming up in September. For folks out there in Radioland, tell folks a little bit about Colorado Open Lands and the concept of conservation easements. So Colorado Open Lands is a nonprofit organization committed to protecting land and water in Colorado. And we do this primarily through these agreements called conservation easements. A conservation easement is a voluntary landowner-initiated legal agreement that does have some restrictions on subdivision and development that are meant to protect certain qualities of the property. But these agreements are completely unique to the property and are tailored with and by the landowner so that their wishes are met and the needs of the property are also met. And so it just guides development and management of lands from now until forever. So these agreements are tied to the land forever. They exist beyond any one landowner. And they're really just meant to protect iconic view sheds, working lands, water rights, and in some cases, public access. And the reason a lot of these landowners decide to get conservation easements is because they want to be able to have the land as they know it exist that way into the future for people now and for future generations of Coloradans and others that decide to visit our state. So Karen, what kind of numbers are we talking about for Colorado open lands? Number of uh, conservation easements and a number of acres tied up. Colorado open lands has 650,000 acres protected, which is about a thousand square miles, or to put it another way, that's about twice the size of Rocky Mountain National Park. We also have, I think it's over 600 easements that encompasses all of those protected acres, and we also have a staff of 26. So we are a much larger organization, which has allowed us to bring in new money, new expertise and knowledge, most importantly, capacity down here in San Isabel's former service area, so that we can continue the vision that San Isabel had. Let me remind folks out there in Radioland that we are visiting with Karen Foley from Colorado Openlands about that organization and about land stewardship. Uh, Karen, give us a flavor of your job. Do you go out and visit landowners? Do you uh, do projects on the conservation easements? Uh, what's it all about? Yeah, so I'm part of the stewardship team, which means that we are responsible for ensuring that all these different conservation easements that we hold, our terms are being upheld. And we don't really like to view ourselves as a police force because we really want to be partners with these private landowners. You know, they hold the land, they own the land, we just hold the easement. And while we are obligated to make sure the easement is being followed, Really, we want to work with landowners to answer their questions on land health and land management, get them connected to resources, and make sure that when they want to exercise a reserved right in their agreement that they're able to do so. Now, when San Isabel Land Protection Trust merged with Colorado Open Lands, they had well over 100 conservation easements and over 40,000 acres. That's a lot of turf. Do you, as the land and water steward, try to visit all the properties on a yearly basis? I mean, how does that work? A large part of my job is what we call monitoring, and that is those annual site visits to those properties. We try to get out on the ground with the landowners as much as we can so we can have that face time and build those relationships. 
So we do try to visit every property every year if we can, although with the pandemic, we were forced to do some of this monitoring via satellite imagery. And not only did that save us a lot of time and money, but we found that some of these properties are so large that it really aided in our ability to see more of the ground. So now we have a rotation of some of these properties being monitored via satellite imagery, but we do try to get out on the ground as much as possible. Great. Now, when you and I talked, oh, six months ago, talking about doing this, we targeted September because you were going to tap into the AmeriCorps program. AmeriCorps is sort of the domestic version of the Peace Corps in, in broad strokes. What is happening for Colorado open lands here in the Valley? Yeah, so we applied for, as San Isabel Land Protection Trust, a grant to get work done on three properties protected by conservation easements in the Wet Mountain Valley, particularly in the Wet Mountains. And we were doing that through Great Outdoor Colorado's Conservation Service Corps program, um, which is just a huge pot of money that uh, different land trusts and municipalities apply for to get money to hire these crews to come out and do work. And so we are having Mile High Youth Corps come out to three different properties in the Wet Mountains to do forest recovery from the 2016 Junkins wildfire, as well as do a little bit of wildfire mitigations on parts of these properties that did not burn in that fire. And how many folks does this encompass? So we are having a crew out of nine young adults, so they'll be between the ages of 18 and 26, and they will be out at a, for a week at each of these properties, and there's about nine of them on the crew. And what type of folks does this program attract? AmeriCorps is a great avenue for young adults to get their foot in the door for various different careers. Um, these conservation service corps happen to be environmentally related jobs, but AmeriCorps covers everything from education to disaster relief and more. So it's just another kind of AmeriCorps program. And a lot of the folks that apply for these jobs do not have any prior experience. So it's a really great way for people to get connected in their career fields, or also just try something they've never tried before and see if it's something they enjoy, which is what I tried to do. <laughs> it sounded like you had a similar experience starting out. Yeah, so I worked for two different service corps, one in Vermont and one in Utah, and they just vary on what kind of work that they do. So when I worked in Vermont, I worked on a carpentry crew, but when I got out to Utah, I was doing everything from trail building to wildfire mitigation to stream restoration. And I got to work with a ton of different organizations, whether it's nonprofit or private, a university or state or federal agency. So you get exposed to a lot of different organizations through these programs. If folks wanted more information on Colorado open lands or wanted to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to reach out? We do have a Facebook and Instagram that anyone can follow, and all you have to do is type in Colorado Open Lands uh, to find us. And you can also go to our website to sign up for our newsletter. And this is the best way to find out what we're doing and what we're up to. You know, the community can get involved certainly by donating to us, but they can also support local ballot initiatives that support conservation efforts. They can tell their friends and family about us just to increase conservation awareness. And really, we just want people to get outside more and foster that love of the land. Great. Uh, Karen, we run short of time, but I appreciate you stopping by and filling us in. Yeah, thank you for having me, Gary. It's been great to talk with you.
We've been visiting with Karen Foley, land and water steward from Colorado Open Lands. My name's Gary, and we'll see you next time on Valley Views. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 6 p.m., and again on Saturdays at 10 a.m. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. I'm walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground. I'm walking on a rainbow.